1: And I guess the weirdest thing being Antonio Brown is not a Buccaneer anymore. Oh, I felt like every Buccaneer fan knew that this was gonna happen, but we always hoped that it wouldn't. There was there was some signs that uh, obviously he's his whole career has been marred with controversies and, and you know things that have happened, but his performance mm-hmm. on the field, you know, he's a superstar, he's one of the best receivers to ever play in the game. Um, <laughs> he just can't hold it together for whatever reason, and it kind yeah. of started to go downhill. I guess with with the uh, Vax card controversy, He served a three game suspension, came mm. back from that game, uh, and uh, had a great game last week and stepped yeah. in for Chris Godwin. You know, being on on the injured reserve list with that with that knee, and I don't know. I heard I listened to Ian's podcast today, Ian Beckles' podcast, and he thought that this had to do with Antonio Brown. Regaining some sort of power, and is in this Buccaneers situation with with uh, them in need of a of a stud receiver. So he felt like he was able to get away with more now that Chris Godwin uh, was was out. You know, for the rest of the year. I mean, year.
0: It, I mean that, that's that's one way of looking at it. You know, and I always take Ian's uh, his his words to heart because he's a guy that played. You know, he played on the field. He understands. More than we do, how an NFL player thinks and and all that. But yeah, I mean, this guy—if he didn't have such a long history—and and this just over the last three years. Now I have a list, a timeline, real fast. I'll run through of some of the problems that he has piled up in the last three years. Okay, you ready? Yep. December 2018 was when he really, you know, kind of popped off. He was deactivated. For the Steelers Week 17 game after reportedly throwing a ball at a teammate in practice. Okay, so that was like the first sign of, uh uh-oh, what's going on? And then February, he met with uh, owner's art Rooney, and both sides agreed to move on. So, the next month, traded to the Raiders from the Steelers for a third and fifth round pick. Which, that's not a lot for Antonio Brown. So, they were just dumping him. Then... During training camp, he's placed at for the Raiders, who were still in Oakland at the time. He was placed on the non football injury list because he had frostbite on his feet because he put on the wrong shoes during cryotherapy. Okay, so but that's that's never happened to any other player in the league. And then uh one month later, he was uh He missed training camp practices due to helmet grievances. Remember, he wanted to wear his own helmet, but they have helmet rules. You can't have more than one helmet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the rule sucks, but everybody else in the league adheres to it, but not him. So, right then, people are like, uh oh, we definitely have a diva situation. Then he's released a month after. He's released before the season starts, a day before the season starts, released by the Raiders. Um, after an Instagram post demanding his release and going off on a racial, like, slur tirade towards Mike Mayock, the GM, and they had to pull him away from him, like he wanted to kick his ass. So they cut him, and that was a uh, thirty million dollar contract. He just dumped; they didn't have to pay him. So, what's he do? He signs a one-year deal for fifteen million with the Patriots. Plays one game. Scores a touchdown against the Dolphins. And then sexual assault allegations come out from his his uh, trainer or his massage therapist or whatever she was. Uh, but they cut him after one week. So he played for the Patriots for one week. Then he was charged with felony burglary in January of 2020. Uh, and two misdemeanors for an incident with a moving truck company. Remember he... Threw a bicycle at a guy and everything else in that yeah, event. Yeah. Yeah. So he was suspended eight games. Um, and the Bucks signed him. So remember, he couldn't play for the first eight games because he his, you know, the NFL conduct policy. And then he signed with us. Um, everything was going pretty, pretty well. And then the latest, he got suspended three games for violating the uh, vaccine protocols. He was, uh, the NFL PA and the league agreed that. He uh, cheated the the vaccine card thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So all that was before the incident yesterday where he looked like a crazy person. He ripped his shirt off, ripped his gloves off, threw him into the stands, threw his shoulder pads and his jersey on the bench. Uh, OJ Howard and Mike Evans were trying to calm him down. He wasn't having it. Then he's like peace signing and doing jumping jacks in the end zone. I mean, we're lucky we didn't get a penalty for twelve men on the field.
1: Yeah, they thought that. I guess the security there thought that he was a fan that had got on the oh field because God. it was just a guy with, with bicycle shorts on and a and no shirt jumping no, up he and down. His, and he was of, wearing
0: his uniform. No, I know. Pants but <laughs> it, it looked like tight, you know,
1: tight little <laughs> yeah. pants with no shirt. It looks weird Crazy. without without the uh, the jersey on and the pads on and stuff. Yeah, so they, thought, they thought that he was you know a fan. They almost tackled him and arrested him, took him to jail. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was bizarre. And I remember wa- watching it, being like, "What's happening? What is going yeah. on?" Like, did uh, what, I couldn't figure it out. And I'm looking at the video. And I still can't tell what's going on. But apparently, according to Jay Glazer, the mm-hmm. uh, Fox Sports insider, uh, it all stemmed from from Coach Arians telling him to get back in the game. Right. And, th- and then he refused for whatever reason. And then when he refused a second time, Arians reportedly told him to get out. And so Brown did so. He, he did, the, did the spectacle, throwing his throwing his uh, shoulder pads off, quitting on the team, mm-hmm. and left. Uh, Arians told Glazer they'd never seen anything like it in, in all of his years. During his press conference after the Buccaneers' 28-24 win over the Jets, the only comment Arians uh, offered was to say that Brown was no longer on the team. Quarterback Tom Brady asked for compassion and empathy toward Brown, who he considers a good friend. He recorded three receptions before leaving in the third quarter. Uh, Brown received a police escort to the airport and had not communicated with the team about where he planned He had to an go. Uber
0: driver. His Uber driver released videos all yeah. over Bleacher Report and everything else. And the thing is, too, is depending on where you get your information, the stories are a little bit different. So Ian Rappaport was on NFL Network this morning, and he said that Antonio Brown told Bruce Arians that he felt like he was injured, like his ankle wasn't good to go. right. But Bruce Arian said today during the press conference after practice that that was not discussed at all. He never said that he was injured. He just said, I'm not going back in the game. You know, so if I had to believe somebody in that situation, I would go with the guy that has a a history of being a diva, a history of being a, a problem child. And I say that with empathy because I do believe he's probably got some brain damage or he's got some serious mental issues going on. But there's always the outside chance, Will, that he's just an asshole. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, that was something you know? else that he had talked about today. He goes, 30 percent of the guys in the NFL are assholes." <laughs>
0: he's like, yeah, they're
1: out there all ass. He's like, they, "But the, the difference is, is that they're not leaving behind millions of dollars on the table. Yes. they're still on the team, even if they, assholes they, love money. Right. Even if their character <laughs> is poor, they still go to work. They get their job done, and they, you know, they do what they have to do."
0: During he needed one more touchdown for 333,000 more dollars. He needed five more catches in two games for 333,000 more dollars in incentives. He just dumped it, just like he dumped 30 million with the Raiders. You know what I mean? It, it, it comes to the point where his craziness cost him money and he doesn't care. And somehow some way will, not that it was planned, but the day he walks off the field and quits on the team he releases a rap song on Instagram. Yeah. I didn't even know he was a rapper.
1: I Yeah, I, I had heard that. I didn't know that that was, you know, serious. But I, I knew yeah. that he was he was doing that. I You know, <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. We knew he was messed up. His history
0: showed that. But you were I was like, hoping okay. it would be during the offseason after we win the Super Bowl. Again. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, even I'm sure that he was his personality. I mean, we, we saw when he came back. After the suspension. Listen, I hate media too. So, a part mm-hmm. of me is like, yeah, good, Antonio. But they were just right. asking questions about something that happened. And he, he, you know, accused them of starting drama. And, you know, he did take no accountability for that card. Or he could have just right. said, look, I, you know, I served my time. I'm ready to get back to work.
0: But well, I felt like he-, he went off on the wrong person. He went off on Jenna Lane. And she's not the one that really calls drama. It was more Rick Stroud and, and some of the other people. And look, Rick's just doing his job, too. All right? I'm not saying what he did was wrong. But if you're going to have beef with a Bucks beat writer, the only one I could see him having beef with would be somebody from the Times, Rick Stroud, or one of his crew. Jenna Lane kind of keeps it even keel. You know, I haven't seen her attack people very often where some writers seem a little more aggressive and seem like you know they might have a bias towards a certain person or not but you know like i said i'm not saying rick stroud you know leaning on the vaccine stuff with uh, antonio brown was was wrong or not it, you know he's been doing the job for a long time i didn't like it myself too much cuz i thought you know it's you got your point across why write nine articles in a row about it but that's just me you know I don't I, I'm a person that you know I, I can have an opinion on what kind of you know content I want to consume also but yeah I just thought that it was it was a uh, he he chose like he answered a question from Rick Rick Stroud and then when Jen Elaine asked him something about it was just the question was um you know does it feel good having your coach having your back after the controversy and then he just like went off and I'm like okay gonna pick your battles a little better but he's crazy
1: well i think he is legitimately something's wrong with him in, in his brain Yeah, and and you know everybody expressed bruce arians you know expressed it too said i wish him well i hope he gets help right uh, if he needs help i hope he gets help because it's very hard and uh they do care about him i know tom is close with them he's he's considers him a friend he he was staying at his house when he first signed mm-hmm. here in tampa and You know, I don't. It was just such a weird thing to watch. It was it was so hard to comprehend what was happening when it was happening because it just it was so unusual.
0: You know, Mike Evans
1: going over there being like, you know, what are you what are you doing? And then the
0: dude, what are you doing? Yeah, money, dude. think about your 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 family, think about the money. that's what all I I would think about.
1: That was another thing that I saw on Twitter is people were accusing the Buccaneers of sabotaging Antonio Brown because he was very close to uh, an incentive where you'd make like three hundred thousand dollars or something
0: so stupid that is so stupid last year he it was the same thing it was right before the super bowl he needed a couple of catches for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. it was like nine catches he needed to get an extra quarter million and i remember tom brady went above and beyond to get those for him remember and the bucks didn't bench him they gave him that extra money they that kind of money means nothing to them winning is what matters they they're not going to have a guy on the team catching passes to score and then go, wait a minute, we need to save $300,000. No, they're going to make that money if their team is winning. That is silly. And people saying that is so – I saw people bringing the race card into it today on social media. Oh, it's
1: in everything. I mean –
0: I go, shut your goddamn mouth. Are you stupid? Shut up. 75% of the league is black. They'd be benching everybody if it was a race thing. Shut your damn mouth. The teams, you know what color NFL owners care about? Green, bitch. They want money. They don't care what color you are when it comes to scoring and winning football games. Mm-hmm. Just stop it. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: but, you know, it's sh- sad. I, it is, and it, it's terrible timing, too. But, you know, you have, you have, this is time where it's next man up type of scenario. It's yeah. terrible that the Bucks are losing. You know, it's obviously awful that we lost Chris Godwin to injury, uh-huh. but losing you know your third receiver, Antonio Brown, one of the best to ever played the game. I mean, this is this is bad timing heading into the playoffs, where you're gonna have to go into Lambeau Field in uh, in January most likely. I uh-huh. you know you just you just hope that that some of these guys can step up. I don't know who's primed to you, take Antonio Brown's
0: spot. I don't know you if Scotty Miller you know what,
1: steps in or what.
0: No, you know why I don't care. Because Tom Brady, that's why. This is what he has done for over 20 years in the league. He lo- he's lost great players. He's played on Super Bowl teams with no-name wide receivers. He he knows how to get the best out of an average player, and 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 really get the best out of great players. Because I don't know I don't know how many times he won in New England when Edelman was hurt, when Wes Welker was hurt, when Randy Moss left the team. He kept winning. It doesn't matter. And he showed it yesterday. When you Okay, against Buffalo who who won the game in overtime? Richard Perryman. Oh, right, it wasn't right. Godwin, it wasn't Evans, right? Tom Brady will throw the ball to anybody and make him a superstar. And then yesterday, 93 yard drive. he throws this to Cyril Grayson. like that, it it doesn't matter. It's Tom Brady man. You know, well, he's going to win.
1: Uh, good. And, and I, uh, but obviously, given the choice if you could have, you know, Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown of course. or, you know, Cyril Gryson and uh right. Perryman, obviously you're gonna go with, with Godwin and, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, it's just yeah. bad timing. But hey, that's that's what the team's about. And you're right, you got Tom Brady, you got guys stepping up and, and hopefully they can continue that.
0: This might this thing might actually galvanize the Bucks a little bit because the thing I noticed today on Twitter was a the, the the players that that uh, were tweeting out guys like Donovan Smith, guys like that, they they said the word team a lot today, a lot more than normal. They were really calling it a team win, and I think this thing with uh, Antonio Brown might just galvanize them and make them, make if they didn't already have it, you know, sealed in their mind that this is a team sport and one guy taking a shirt off isn't going to stop you from winning, you know, and and that's the thing. Maybe it's good to nip it.